Ourselves, or just straight into it. Can we give ourselves an alter ego? Why? What are you worried about? Yeah. Just wondering, it might be better. Journalistic I'm integrity. Lucky. I'm lucky. Just be lock. Then I'm lock. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I hate fucking saying it on podcasts. It's like I'm lock. I hate it. Oh, that's. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's All the right, moment so I want. I want like laughter that I need a moment to recover from. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's just like introduce it. our names. At one, go and look. I reckon you should just off. open as well. With, uh, you can do whatever you want, but I reckon just open with your quote. Yeah. Right. If you wish to live, you must first attend your own funeral. Hard to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Actually, impossible. Well, that's when you got to. What does that mean? Unless you can have if an you out of body experience. You gotta visit your own funeral. We're talking about like taking drugs. I mean, what does that you mean? You can take whatever you want from these things. I think. Well. Does it mean you have to see your. Does it. What I'm getting from that is does that mean you have to visualize your life with nothing in order to start appreciating things? Or in order to. Or you have to start from the bottom, which is nothing, non existence, death, and then evaluate your life of what you would want it to be so then you can aim for the life that you want it to be it's pretty what? good hang on so say you're that saying you say need that to, again you I'll give you 20 bucks if you can say that again <laughs> <laughs> if, you can, if you can go do that point again I'll give you money yeah so it's good philosophy yeah nah because I'm just going to sound like an idiot if I repeat myself we'll pause <laughs> yeah. it and I'll reflate back for it come on reiterate let's say it, hear it again what I'm getting from that there's no right or wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I don't know what it means, but what, what I'm trying to... But you've taken something from it, and yeah. that's the point. Break it down is like, in order to um, aim for, visualize, whatever the life that you want, you have to start from nothing. And nothing in terms of life is death. So if you can imagine yourself or pretend, like, you know, get in a state of like where you are essentially dead then you can start aiming for the life that you want because you're building from nothing. Okay, so that's the sort of clean slate yeah. idea. So you clean the slate as a blank canvas for you to fill however you please. I, I, yeah, I, I would have preferred... I hear that and I think... I would have preferred the clean slate example better than like what I'm trying to say, but that's, what, that's how I'm relating it. Yeah. I take it a little bit more literal. I think, I think of my funeral and what, what would be said about me and the story that would be told... And you know, if I if I was sitting in the pew front row, and somebody got up and said wonderful things about me and all the you know the effort I put into the in, into my life and what it brought me and the relationships I was able to build, um, I, I I I think of that as a motivator, as opposed to someone just getting up there and saying, "Well, he lived and he died." Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and yeah, if they did funny. get up and say that, then that's is that a motivation for you to? Go, okay, I, I need to. I, I need to do more. I need yeah. to fill. I, mean, you know, I want changes. that eulogy yeah. to 
to be a little bit more, to be a little longer. I need yeah. more people. Because I mean, have, have you guys ever thought about your own funeral? Yeah, I have. I guess so. Yeah, but you, I, you I, want I, a good eulogy? Is you know that's it. That's. But I only. I tell you what, I want. I, I want everyone think. there, and I want thousands of them to be devastated. <laughs> I hate this thing. I gotta say, I've said this before. I hate this idea. So I just want everyone at my funeral to be fun and like have it like laughing and joking. I want people to be distraught, <laughs> you know, because I feel like if people aren't distraught, you haven't look. David Bowie. Yep. I mean, obviously, I'm not shooting for a Bowie type send off, but look, look at him. He's got to be looking down, thinking, "I'm a, I did well. I what a great life I led." Yeah. Because look at the joy he brought to people. Joy that is now expressed through That's the grief. True. And it was a shocker, but. You know, if, if David Bowie died at, you know, in his 90s, would you expect people to be devastated? I think so. I mean, I think it was it's a shock, but he wasn't that young. I mean, the guy was 69, 70. That's and young. Know, right, that's... Th- but is it... I mean, you sort of... I feel like once you get over 65... I know you can. You can you're probably. On the you can. You're you on can, bonus you time. Can, you yeah, can, you're <laughs> on, living on bonus no, no, time. No, I just think you're. Once you stop contributing to society as a well retiree, his last couple of albums weren't great, but <laughs> <laughs> they were. To be honest, truth be told, I haven't heard them. But I mean, I just got a couple of dodgy reviews. I feel bad. I love the guy, but yeah, um, a song on one of them that Noel Gallagher said was a song he wished he wrote. I've got no doubt they were brilliant. Put it this way, yeah, musical genius, but. You got sixty five to eighty. I feel like that's the red zone where something could go wrong. You never know. Yeah. I think up until sixty five, you, you you're unlucky. You're really unlucky. But um, after that, you never know. So I wasn't. I mean, I was shocked, but only because I didn't know he was battling cancer. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Off Bowie. What do you take from that? Um, I take a similar thing. So it's. I think it's about. Yeah, as looking into the future, thinking about what people would say about you, how many people are there, mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, work towards that. Or if it's not what I want, then it kind of gives you an idea of what you want. But I, the other way you could look at it is it takes pressure off you. You can start living your life. Once you know how your life's played out, you've sat there, you've heard the eulogy, you've seen the people there. And now that weight's off you. That's not your responsibility anymore. You've seen how it goes, and then you can just relax into your life. Oh, yeah. So it's like the the whole like, would you you know prefer to know when and how you died kind of thing? And the argument for is so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's like knowing your fortune. To that point. Yeah, if yeah. you knew your, your future, would um, mm. would you try and change it, or if you couldn't change it, would you want to know? Because you can't change it. at least you know I don't know if you don't have to worry about anything anymore because you know yeah. I'm going to cross this out. road and not look both ways because I'm not dying for another 24 more years blah 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 yeah blah. or worrying about trying oh, and am gonna... I going to should I go for this job should I yeah, is yeah, this yeah. the right woman I should be with like Fuck, I don't know where I got 24 from hopefully I'm going to die in 24 years that's my dream you're going to die in 24 years no I just don't know where I got that number from just picked oh. it out of nowhere but well I mean perfect not but remember that What's that like? You're going to be 48, 49. That's good. Well, <sighs> you predicted it right here. Remember nah, that? I hope not. It's going to be one of those years. The documentary made me. <laughs> You're going to... <laughs> In 2016, you predicted it. <laughs> You're going to... Oh, man. 24 oh, years from now. After your, like... You know... Can't do that. But 48th birthday. <laughs> you're going to be going, okay, the clock's ticking now. <laughs> I'm going to be on edge. We have to delete this. 
Oh man, yeah, this could be like cursed. But basically, what oh, yeah. what we're all saying is the same thing. It's it's a time to reflect and be able to change. So when you're at that end result, death, you can be satisfied. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's one of my greatest fears, to be honest. Death. Well, yeah, I'm not too fond of that either. But idiots. Uh, how about? I mean, this is almost relevant to that. I go a different one. Happiness is the absence of the striving for happiness. Sorry, say that again. Look, I'm just checking my phone. Happiness is the absence of the striving for happiness. Oh, I envy the people that. Yeah. So, what what is what is happiness? Oh, can you break that down? Well, I mean, like it's, it's the absence of striving yeah, it's for a, happiness. Well, it's just, it's it is, just content. I mean, what does John Lennon say? Life is what happens when you're making other plans. That that's along a similar sort mm, of yeah. track. So if you spend too much focus t- time focusing on everything being perfect, you stop living. Yeah, or mm. trying to you know plan for next year. I want to be doing this and this and this and this. You sort of fail to enjoy today, which is something I'm probably guilty of from time to time. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah, not living in the moment enough, worrying too much, looking ahead too often. Yeah, sort of being present. Being present and sort of taking stock of what you have as what well, as opposed I know, to what you, I know you quoted a great artist. I'll quote another great artist, yeah. Mr. Kanye West. <laughs> People never get the chance to smell the flowers while they're still breathing. Yeah, so it's just taking in everything around mm. you, like yeah. So you're, you're too busy thinking of about something else instead of taking in what's happening right in front of you. You know, you can walk down the street and just be in your head not paying attention to the people surrounding you the, the smells yeah I'm guilty of it yeah 100% like um, I can't even think I'm thinking right now I can you know some decisions I made were because I was thinking about other decisions mm. you're sitting there eating your bacon and eggs thinking about what you're going to have for dinner oh, it's like I do, yeah, I do yeah. you know what I do it every I'm day I'm guilty of it I was guilty of it on the weekend I remember having an, I had a lovely little treated ourselves to a lovely little breakfast at a cafe paid about 25 bucks for the thing sat there and pretty much the whole whole discussion was thinking about where we are going to go for tea okay so that was literal that was a literal <laughs> yeah, that was, thing that, I thought that, you were being no, the, that wasn't, the greatest poet of our time bro that was that, that actually happened that's a story oh shit right that's that, an anecdote you know what anecdote. they say I don't even know how you phrase that as opposed to a euphemism yeah I do it all the time on Sunday it was 2 o'clock before I got off the lounge because I hadn't found anything to watch but I didn't do anything in the meantime it's not like I was cleaning well, the house or making myself food. I was just like, <laughs> I can't, can't find anything to, to watch. at 2 p.m. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't want to be at your funeral right now, mate. <laughs> hey, what's what's, what's yeah. the monologue going to What's the eulogy going to be? Well, Reese. Reese Comedy. Reese Comedy. Played with himself on the maybe. couch watching daytime television. Maybe. Victim of too much life. choice. Maybe, yeah. maybe he'll ne- now he'll finally find... Plotting Malcolm watch. Turnbull's downfall. Yeah, on the big TV in the sky. <laughs> I mean, if you think there's some choice down here... Bruce Carmody. Like, they've got all the channels yeah. up there. This is his season finale. Serious finale? Nah, season. You just got one season. season. Yeah. Life, life's one season, mate. Well, that's deep. Oh. Life's one season. What's that? What's the second season? Is there another season? Well, it depends if you believe in re- reincarnation or not. Okay. <laughs> there's a TV show. Right? <laughs> it's got, it's got, there's something in there, I tell you. Uh, otherwise, it was just drivel. Hitler's, Hitler's Germany was not democratic. I don't believe in democracy. 
Well, what's that? It's flawed. It's too flawed. Well, okay. what do you what do you prefer? A dictator? I haven't got the right answer. I think there's parts of every kind of um, government that work. You know, there's a. Yeah, I don't know. Like, mate's parents so grew you... up in grew up in a communist country, and they reckon it was so much easier to live as a kid than it is a kid living in a democratic society, just because of choice. And obviously, that's one person's opinion. They, they didn't have any. Yeah, but but they didn't have. But like, that's the thing. So like, those stresses were gone in their were gone out of their lives. They just had to concentrate on just going to school, doing the subjects they were told, and then when it comes to time getting a job. But isn't that beautiful, being able to control your own destiny? Yeah, but it's also... As opposed but, to having it predetermined? But most most things that go wrong in the world... If a democracy worked, how can Tony Abbott become Prime Minister? Because he won the popular vote. Yeah, there you go. So it's flawed because popularity has a say. Fuck <gasps> democracy. <laughs> oh, it's been recorded, they're probably going to hear me. Yeah, right, come on. Yeah. If you Reese, would... I'd like to move to Syria. <laughs> he, he, he thinks Assad's doing a much better job. Oh, shit. Hey, when Gaddafi was there, though, it wasn't that much of a problem, though. Well... say that much, and he was a dictator. Then he got dragged through the street, and they stuck a pole up his ass. Yeah. Didn't... Because democratic forces allowed for other people to get into power. Well, I would argue that the people were being um, exploited and suppressed, and they just got jack of it. But anyway, moving on. Everyone gets exploited, though. <laughs> you do it in a democracy as well. I don't yeah, feel it's similar to Mussolini. Mm. Drawing and quartered in the town mm. square. People yeah. don't know. People got jack of it. Do you think that's going to happen to Malcolm Turnbull? No. No. Didn't happen to Tony. Didn't happen to Julia. Didn't happen to Kevin Rudd. And they all got kicked out of the role. Let's get usurped instead yeah. in a public domain. And... Yeah. And then they go on to be, you know, have lovely careers as speakers and diplomats. and goes around, comes around. Trust me, you'd much rather be in a democracy. Yeah, I don't know. What do I know? Right, here we go. <laughs> Can I pick one? Alright. And the Lord said, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> mate. Alright, uh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Mate, you're never coming to my scripture. It's rude. Alright, here we go. Maybe love can kill better than hate. Oh, that's that's the same. Is that? I guess is that, is that a longer-winded version of um, killing with kindness? I guess it could be. Is that how you interpret it? Was it so love can kill people better than hate? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because with love comes with heartbreak as well. Yeah. So yeah, you've gone, you've gone that that route. That's interesting. Oh, so you're taking it as a sort of a... Well, yeah, so I guess... I, I, t- yeah, I don't think of... Um, I don't think of relationships. I think, I think of... Um, um, if someone's... If somebody in the world is being horrible to you, um, a better method of defence or attack would be to show them grace and kindness and love. Very Gandhi of you. I mean, yeah. In, I mean, I'm thinking about my own personal characteristics and personality. Unrealistic. 
not how I work. You're I wish I sometimes disarming people with disarming people with love, kindness. Yeah, you get well, there's a, there's a there's a there's a I love this quote. It's from Martin Luther King, and he um oh god, it says uh, uh, darkness. Yeah, darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Um, hate can't drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mm. And I just think that is beautiful. But I just know that is not how I operate. But and no, I, it's hard. But like, if you think it's th- that's a good point because if someone if someone throws a negative comment your way, you throw one back. You end up in an argument. They're going to keep going. If if someone throws a negative comment at you and you give them a compliment back, <laughs> they're they're stunned. They don't know what to do. Let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> I have thought insult, about doing that to people. Insult me and I'll, I'll see how I go. Yeah. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't make it too personal. I'll go, oh, I'll go, I'll, I'll go bananas. <laughs> so try it. I'll see how... Oh man! I feel like I need to load something up here. I'm expecting it. Yeah, it's hard if you if you see it coming. I know. No, no, no! It will just insult me. I, mean, I get a free compliment out of the deal. I'll try. Should I try it on you? I feel like. Yeah, right, go for it. Yeah, give me, give me, go. give me your best <laughs> it's, shot. It's hard to insult people you like. Clearly, you got. Clearly, you got. <laughs> I don't, don't want to. Uh, yeah, but, in, but so I don't, like, don't want to go too personal. Um, Take it out of the do bank. It. Do it. Make me cry. I don't know, I've got nothing. So, um, I don't know, Risa, he might be easier. He wants a haircut, mate. Yeah, and that's not a compliment, that's sarcastic. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so Sorry. That was, that was exactly what <laughs> yeah. my compliment back to you was going to be. Yeah, yeah. And you, <laughs> you stunned me with, because I was expecting a... Oh, okay, um, I'll change it. Really mate, zeroing mate, in my mate. face here. Well, you know I don't like the beard. Beard looks horrible, mate. Get rid of it. I love your smile. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go. I'll go again. I think it's in your interest to get rid of the beard. I think you're you're a handsome man. You should show that. You know that jawline and everything else. I think it's in your interest that you wear light coloured shirts because it brings out your eyes. Thank you. I, I did. I know the blue works well with me, but. That was beautiful. I've got to say, I've got to say, it is hard. I mean, it works. It so works. What? You couldn't, you couldn't throw another negative. You couldn't fight with him after he gave you a compliment. It was difficult. I mean, you don't want to try and think of something horrible. I could say to him. Fucking hell, mate! You had two jabs at me. Go back to Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You couldn't give me one. <laughs> I don't want to have a falling out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, you need to bring in a nemesis to to try it out. But I mean, just yeah. try it in your daily life. See how it goes. I would take that similar way to how Lucas first started it with, in the sense that like uh, love can give you more pain than the most hateful acts out there and look I've never been tortured I I, I, I completely disagree with that statement incredibly you really do have you ever had your heart broken um yeah I'd say the most pain I've felt is caused by love yeah Constantly tortured okay. by it. Absolutely. Okay. Have you ever had your genitals cut off, or have you been? Have you had someone just peeled your skin off? Well, no. I mean, you, say, someone, you made an outrageous point. So, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I, I guarantee <laughs> you, there's worse pain to be felt. But that's than, yeah. But it's you but, know, no, the mental anguish. You know? no, once, once my t- my hands if someone snipped off your balls, that's something that would no, last. That's it. That would have well the emotional. Yeah, I guess I get emotionally. I wouldn't have balls anymore, but I probably wouldn't be in physical pain for as long as. That's it. That's exactly it. Physical pain goes away. 
So does emotional pain in those situations. Well, takes longer. So, yeah. so a broken heart, yeah. right? I mean, hypothetically, if Lynn came to a census and said, see you later. If Lynn said something bad to you and you had nothing good to say back to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 yeah. If that, um, if that was... I, I'm confident in my ability over maybe you know a year, year and a half to get myself back up and, you know... Get cracking again. All right, easy. Don't you? That's going to take you a year and a half. Cut your balls off. They're probably going to be good in like four weeks. I'll tell you what. You, well, won't, then, you won't be back in the dating game though. That's that's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. balls aren't going to be good. Yeah, I mean, balls aren't going to be good. But, gone, like, but, but you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to, yeah, they're gone. Well, but you're, you I'll, just I'll, said it's going to take you a year and a half to get over. Well, what about the mental anguish? What about the mental anguish and the and the psychological trauma of having your, your testicles cut off? Yeah, if you want and, to have and, kids, you're going to and the knock-on effects of. I mean, how can you maintain a relationship? I mean, it's hard enough on the tins apparently these days. But imagine if you had to sit down for a coffee with a with a potential love interest and say, "Oh, by the way, um, I was I was I moved to you know, by Libya, the way, I, was I moved doing, I was to Libya because I was a big fan of Gaddafi. And they, they, got, they got a hold of me and chopped me balls off. Um, so if yeah. this one, you know, we're, that's going to be complicated. Went to Syria on a holiday. This, oh. this guy, this guy said something bad to me in Arabic, yeah. and I just said that yeah. he had a pretty smile. Put it this and way, so he cut my balls off. <laughs> The, the, the upside is I've absolutely mastered second base. I'm going to say that. <laughs> nah, look, I'm, you can keep. You can keep. It. I, I reckon. Extremes, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the torture thing is a bit rough, but we're just talking about hate and love can be torture as well. <sighs> Only if you watch the movies and listen to the songs. It's oh. not. I've got to say this. Look, I've got to say. But here's the thing: look, it's clean more run, people, hasn't he? more people. No, in the no, world, no. I'm just more a, people in the world will have experienced love. Or experience heartbreak than they would getting their balls cut off. <laughs> yeah, that's a more common universal experience. But I think, I think, and you're going straight to balls cutting off. Like I, we're talking I, about hate, not not yeah, yeah. like physical torture. Well, what other pain is there? I mean, what about? I mean, what about? And what okay, we, so we're talk, are we talking about ro- romantic? When you say the heart breaks, we're talking about romantic relationships. No, because are we talking about? Um, what happens if you lose a child? Exactly, or... that's 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 a love as well. Like that's, that's not a heartbreak, though. But it is, it is, is a heartbreak. It is in a different way. A heartbreak implies that you know two people <laughs> that, that the necklace no. the necklace falls apart and you find your best friend. Yeah. Heartbreak can imply you've lost. A, it's heartbreaking to yeah, lose yeah. a family member. Absolutely. Of course, you've well, been no, in a romantic not... relationship with someone to be heartbroken over them. It's a different love, but you, that, that, that love have, is still have, broken. Ha- okay, so you lose your. Your brother. Do people say they're heartbroken? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Get on Facebook once in a while. Yeah, people are heartbroken well, over everything these days. Yeah, I don't, How I'm many not... people are heartbroken over the death of David Bowie? David Bowie, yeah. Well, that'd be fair. I almost teared up. Yeah. It was such a shock. I, I almost did. I remember thinking, God, David Bowie. He's one of these blokes that just, you know, if anyone so, wasn't okay. going to die, it was David Bowie. So, at, all right, you? you wait, 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 wait. You almost teared up to someone you you you. You've never met and you never will. That him dying, right? Because of no, but I because 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 you loved his product, his you know his music. I don't. Or, think or you love what he stood. Product, or you love art. Or you loved his art, right? Well, the reason people get emotional over people like David Bowie is because yeah, they've no, never met him in person, but no, it's but you, hard not to feel like you know him. On but you had a love. How much of his you had a love? You had a love for him. You right? had an emotional yeah. connection. Yeah. yeah. Him yeah. through his but, music. but if I said to you, David Bowie's still alive, I said, someone just cut David Bowie's balls off, would you have teared up? I'd be shocked. 
<laughs> but you, I'd, I'd be but seriously wondering what situation David got into. You wouldn't have teared up, dude. World famous you're, musician. You've teared up because your love for him has been affected. I, I, I don't know, understand what tangent you've gone on here. I think I, just, <laughs> I, I, I Why did you need a, He was already almost, dead. Why did you need a new yeah. analogy where his balls got cut off? I, I almost teared up. I can't get over this ball coming off him. I almost teared up because I think he's one of these. He was a purist and he was insanely talented. And because of his art, I mean, his art. I was thinking about it last night. You know, people make great films, but it's hard to connect with you know actors and stuff like that in the same way that people can relate to musicians because music you know a song can mean something you know songs mean different things to different people mm. you hear them at a different phase of your stage of your life you know they affect people in different ways you watch a, a wonderful movie you know it's a great piece of work but it's, everyone's probably going to have pretty similar interpretations of it whereas mm. you hear music especially music like David Bowie's you know it's it's yeah. um, but I guess the point that I'm it's quite trying per, it's quite personal. Point it's quite I'm trying personal. To make music's is, personal. Yeah, yeah, but like I guess the point I'm trying to make is that you had a love for him, and that was broken. So that's a pain. Like that's not a romantic love. That's not like a family member love. But there was some. There was some. You know, I'm categorizing as love. It's you had some kind of love for him, for the man, or for what he produced, and then the news of that being gone away it's gone it's forever that can never be recreated that left you heartbroken in a, in a, in a sense I think I was sad because it brought on the you know it, it got me thinking I thought he was a, a wonderful artist and he seemed to be a decent man um, I'm not I'm not crying out of any personal I wasn't crying at all but I'm not struggling out of any sort of idea that I'm missing out I already have his music you know his music will never go away um, I think I just I, I felt sad for someone who was that good um, dying I felt I just felt sad for him that it was over I, I, I mean because I mean my I mean my my relationship with David Bowie is going to continue and will will do until I die because I you're right I didn't know him on a personal level so mm. I didn't I mean it didn't you know I still went home made dinner absolutely fine um, listened to a few of his tunes but it didn't affect me like that. I'm not heartbroken. I've got what I got from David Bowie, and I'll always have that. Do you know what I mean? In the words of David Bowie, <laughs> Major Tom. <laughs> Just trying to think. Um, space Oddity. I don't know. So you're a massive fan then? I wasn't much of a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>